Hello, everyone, and welcome to Going 19, a podcast about Stephen King and other related authors, including books, movies, comics, TV shows, and any other related medium. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 8 of Going 19. In this episode, we conclude our discussion on part 3 of Stephen King's 112263, Living in the Past. I am Ed. With me is Kirsten and Amber. Let's start the show. guys were talking about catcher in the rye i was going to say does it talk about like are there racist issues in that book i don't think so i don't remember i don't think it was a civil rights thing i think it was just a uh subversive teenage okay. yeah but there could be reference like this book is about that either. i mean it was written in the 20s so there's probably some racial overtones well just because it seems like there's definitely like the, obviously we know that there were racial issues but they're mentioning the like he's throwing out these little tidbits here and there where it seems like it's going to be a theme or not a theme it's going to be I don't know it's it's not not important <laughs> yeah um, like I said it comes up several times that's Mimi's test for him like whether he should be a teacher or not mm-hmm. she goes right to catch her in her eye like not even knowing that he already, or maybe she did know he already did this in the class. Or no, no this is I, no, he did it in Florida. No, yeah, he's like, she didn't know. Yeah. So, all right, well, then he makes a stupid bet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Not the Yankees. Well, huh? yeah, then we get to the hunch thing, which I was telling her, like, I've had that happen, like, not not the same uh when you I, told me about that yeah which one did i tell you about um when you were um looking at cars <laughs> when i was in high school we used to like go i, I had study hall lunch no i had gym lunch i had lunch study hall gym were my last three periods so we used to, but we had to take the bus home. So we used to go fuck around, do whatever we wanted for like two hours and then take the bus home because I didn't go to study hall or gym. <laughs> so we used to go like run down like off, not off campus, off school grounds and go to the liquor store and, you know, get a bottle or something and buy a cigarette. My high school had 40 acres of woods. Well, when I was in school, I was in a cop. So I was all dressed up. You were old enough to be buying liquor and stuff. I just though. didn't shave old. I put a pocket protector in and sunglasses. It worked every time. Uh, until they got busted by the liquor board and then they started carding everybody. So somebody ruined it. Uh, it was like two different times where everyone was like, hey, we're going to the liquor store. You want to come? And I was, just like, I was like, I don't know, man. Something doesn't feel right. Like, And I just, I told them no. At both times they got busted by the principal. Uh, wow. So, yeah, I've experienced it not on the same level, but like I listen to my hunches when, when I have them. Yeah. Well, there's definitely hunked, hunked, wow, 
hunch can also be synonymous with instinct, which is something not to be ignored. Yeah, yeah I think I'll hunch things. Uh, yeah, I wrote that down. I said, uh, I like that he refers to a hunch as a, like a person who's speaking to him too, like a conscious almost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we know how he feels about people talking to themselves. So. <laughs> uh, I wasn't a mystic, but I was an exile for my own time and a murderer. Yeah. Uh, Not the Yankee, my Yankee. My Yankee, yeah. No, I, I don't know that I would have picked, I didn't pick up on that until he said it. Like, oh, uh, okay. Well, you make a bet with a mob guy, I think your hunch radar goes off the charts immediately. Like, you yeah. should, you just for some reason, that whole sentence reminds me of something that um, uh, Walter, no, Randall Flagg would say. Like, here comes my Yankee from Yankee Land. Like, right. and then, the Yankee, my Yankee. Um, maybe. Although Randall Flagg's from Yankee Land, technically. Not the specific words, but like that kind, that's the kind of language that he would use because, you know, he's manipulative and charming and also sinister and... <laughs> so... Just meaning he's right. I agree with him. He's right. If somebody starts talking to you like that, you should probably be a little worried. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I wasn't showing you. I was just... Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so he uses the hunch thing as an excuse. He basically says, all right, time to get, I got to go to time Texas to anyway, so let's get the fuck out of here. So, and then I like how he's, be, until he turned off the light, see, I couldn't have done this. The screens in the motel had holes in them, and until I turned out my room's one light, I was beset by mosquitoes the size of fighter planes. Yeah, no, thank you. So, mm. so... First of all, that's that's an awesome visual. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. At me and all that, but I'm not turning the light off with a bunch of big ass mosquitoes flying around. There's no way in hell I'm sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, if I see like a bug on the wall right before I turn the light off, I got to turn the light back on and go. Like yeah. I, I can't sleep with the bug crawling around. Have you ever been camping? Well, that's different. Not to mention that a lot of diseases and with with this obdurate fact sabotaging <laughs> I would not be sitting there letting a bunch of mosquitoes bite me because you'll probably come down with dysentery or something crazy yeah. that's a good point yeah I would yeah you you shouldn't be taking any chances even as no. insignificant as it may seem but yeah they carry malaria and- oh yeah. I mean there is a point to that the light attracts the bugs so that the chances are that it may not even come in there unless especially if it's not cold <laughs> i can see him flying around in the dark looking for something to eat like mm-hmm. unless i got the blanket up over my head and i'm wrapped like from head to toe <laughs> uh yeah i don't know where, uh yet i slept like a baby how how like i said not me no, <laughs> I'm no not, way i would have he slept like a baby because of the interior radar went silent. Uh, the Oswalds are going to be at 4905 Magazine Street. I, I could not turn that into 19, even though I tried. <laughs> he's uh, still, I like how he's still, he's just traveling the country, man, because he's still not going to Texas. He has to stop in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> Did, well, they were, well, wait. Oh, but he went there to see. Oh, okay, Where that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the last spring and summer of Canada. Wait, is that is yeah. Magazine Street New Orleans or no? He's in uh he's in uh oh yeah, he is in New Orleans. Okay, never mind. Beyond Gulf? Gulf? <laughs> So where's Gulfport? Was that in Florida? I think so. Well no, wait. 
I don't know. I think the first of August in Gulfport, although the first place I stopped at refused to take me. I have no idea. It was for Negroes only. I was like, what? I didn't know they had that. Maybe it's in Georgia? Yeah, that would make sense. Georgia sucks. The phone number adds up to 19. Where's the phone number? Four, four rent, rent call? call. Wow, you're doing some high level math over there. 11 plus 5. Three, four oh. is seven, eight, nine, ten for the two. Ten and nine is 19. Yeah. Yeah, what but about, about the four? The, what about the MU? Count the M U. The M's a fuck. Where's the M? Five, and the U's a seven or eight. Oh, I don't know. I just added the numbers at the end. That's how they did phone numbers in the picture. Yeah, I see what you're saying. My grandmother's number was L U three something something something. So you had to go. Where's the L? I don't know why they did it that way. Well, that was how we used to text. <laughs> that was how you could text without looking too. You just go click, 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 middle, click, click, middle, right click, oh, up, yeah. up one click. <laughs> three, 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 two. Yeah. Three, three, five, 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 five. <laughs> I was good at that. I could do that driving. Me too. One, two, oh three, yeah, one, I did that in class one, two, all the one, time. One, two, three, four, because it's a Y or a Z. Yeah. yeah. And then sometimes you're not sure if you press it and like, oh, was that the right one? Let me check. Okay. Oh, yeah. then send it without looking and you're like, ah, oh, crap, I screwed that. <laughs> Everything was off one letter. So like, now it makes sense. Like I'm talking in code. Yeah. You must live around here. Do you think it would be a good deal? Some of the street might be, but not that one. To me, it looks haunted. <laughs> yeah, I actually, this made me look up the hotel because I was like, is this something like, did something actually happen here? Or is this a Stephen King thing? <laughs> Where um, are you guys at? I'm sorry. Uh, 289. Well, I actually realized... Is it this one? Or, no, it's the one in Dallas that I looked up. Not this one. Sorry. The... Well, we'll get there, but... Oh, because he was talking about how... Yeah, we'll get there. Sorry. He feels guilty about the library book, so he calls him. <laughs> Only yeah, I know. The guy that felt guilty about the library book. I'd have been like, oh, great. It's mine now. I still have library books. <laughs> I buy them off Amazon a lot. The one, what's the one I showed you? I said it was a library book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh that's different seasons. Seasons, yeah. Right. You read that yet? No. Uh, it won't take that long. I'm finishing another book. Um, childhood teachings are the strongest. He always says stuff like that. Childhood, the things we loved in childhood stay with us the longest and stuff like that. Yeah, I can't tell if he had a good childhood or not, Stephen King. <laughs> he had an, uh, he had no father. He didn't have a bad one, but they were definitely poor. So he, it was like, you know, didn't want for anything, but didn't have anything. Kind he of. probably really appreciated his friends and like going out and, you know, doing things or... Well, they tell a story when he got the first like residual check or the first check from Carrie when they syndicated it for paperback. Like he thought it was a twenty five hundred dollar check, but uh, like, and they took it to cash it, and like they were like, or deposited, and they were like, "Oh, this is twenty five thousand And like him and Tabitha are like just staring at each other, like open mouth. They didn't know what to do with that kind of money. Like they'd never seen that in their life. I thought it was like two, or no, that was the royalty. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, I thought they, and, they ended up getting like two hundred thousand or something for it. <laughs> The tower, the first Dark Tower book, he technically wrote, but he didn't write it as a book. He write it, he wrote it for a magazine. Yeah. So it was ten 
parts and 10 different issues of a magazine. Yeah. Nobody had ever put that together as a book till 10 Later. years ago. So Carrie was technically- Technically is his first official published, published book. He has other stories and stuff published. Carrie's the one that like sent him off. Right, that's how he got famous. Well, how he got rich. Both. Both, well, yeah. It um, seemed like people yeah, still didn't really respect him much after Carrie, though. What? I said it seemed from Stu's perspective, it seemed like people didn't respect him much after Carrie, though, even. I mean, who cares? <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> oh, the local don't like me anymore? Like, I guess what? what I meant was that it took a little, it took more of the works that came after that to make him more famous, like The, the Shining and It and The Stand and... Um as a household name yeah but i mean carrie went right to syndication and then it was a movie like two years later so you know it didn't that's true that's a good point <laughs> it didn't wallow very long um yeah so then the hunch thing turned out to be correct goody Harris blew up his house i think um i don't know exactly did he make a specific bet with goody Harris, or was it just what was yeah, the bet he did. um we were just on that page um yeah. It was uh It was wrong with the G. The glint in his eyes when he paid off. Oh maybe he doesn't say what he did. No, it was a derby bet, so he bet on a horse to win, he just made it too big. Yeah. And he didn't need it to make it at all. Like I, I don't know. Once you're in I Texas, hell, you're almost in the box. Yeah, but like, he kind of spring of 1960 when I bet on Venetian Way to beat Bally Ake, the heavy favorite in the Kentucky Derby. That was the thing. But he put a lot of money on Gutierrez the underdog. Said he'd give me four to one on a G, five to one on a double G. I went for the double after making the appropriate noises of hesitation and came away $10,000 for a trip. Yeah, that was dumb. But yeah, I, I also think, I think we can all understand that that's just part of, that's part of gambling addiction. Like, it's not just because he needs the money. Now he's kind of enjoying it. <laughs> and he knows yeah. he's going to win, no matter what. Well, that's yeah, true. It's not gambling. So scary that's what he it. says that's why he does it he's like addicted to the rush of in I a can sense do it's kind of like stealing no <laughs> yeah i can do this with no consequences because i know i'm gonna win i like yeah. how he, he texas school book depository looks like the kitchener ironwood yes so this is what i was talking about i looked up the um hotel uh, blah, 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 blah. oh my god i just saw it on this page the Adolphus Hotel Monteleone. on Commerce Street. The one on Commerce Street, where... No, Monteleone was the one she thought it was. 292. Yeah. When I checked into the Adolphus Hotel, I was offered a choice. Blah, blah, blah. Adolphus sounds like a lot like the Dolphin. <laughs> but it Dolphin. was... I just... This whole... No. 1408? Yeah, I don't know well enough to remember that. <laughs> Have you seen the movie? But you can't. Yeah, That's yeah. No, I've seen the movie. I've read it, but I didn't remember the name of the hotel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Samuel L. Jackson is the proprietor. Don't. <laughs> um, but yeah. what I was going to say is, I just found this section particularly fascinating because, again, it brings back the feeling of you know uh, it in dairy, and that just something 
hauntingly evil is here, but he doesn't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, and it does the same thing. Come on in, take a look. Right. At like it's trying. Uh, like, does he say you'll float, or does he just fly that? Um, this time, come on in, take a look around. The place is empty. If you walk around, you right closing, but you, you get the feeling, yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty good job of making it feel like the, the big uh, uh, smokestack from the ironworks. It's also creepy because obviously this thing, I mean, we don't know what this thing is, but it's also in his mind because it knows exactly why he's there. <laughs> yeah. Just stay here. Don't worry about all that other stuff. Don't worry about Kennedy. Jake Epping doesn't exist in, you know. <laughs> And this is what made me look it up because he said there were ghosts up there. So then, yeah, I looked up the Adolphus Hotel and definitely is known for being haunted, but not anything related to, like, I wasn't sure if it was Stephen Kingy because I've never heard this name before. You know what I mean? So like, has he used it in other stories or is it, did he make it up? Like, so are there ghosts because of Oswald or they existed before that? I didn't look that much further into it because I was reading the story <laughs> but I would be so curious how can you be when the crime hasn't happened yet well that means that something else oh that's what yeah so it says how can you be when the crime hasn't happened yet? it's basically saying so the hotel is haunted Amber's saying but apparently he's there before it becomes uh, haunted because whatever crime right. happens to create the ghosts hasn't occurred. Yeah, so the ghosts are related. According to him, the ghosts are related to Oswald. What's funny is, is this is the ghost telling him that. <laughs> well, maybe ghosts <laughs> outside of time is maybe the ghost of time. Yeah, it's like, come on, there's no ghosts up here. You know that. <laughs> it's not limited to humans. Anybody can find it. <laughs> conclusions on how to proceed. Does he ever say what the conclusions on how to proceed are? Uh, he just references it and rolls with it without actually. Uh... Yeah, he says he meant to close the window for good on April 10th, 1963. Before oh, yeah. Kennedy's trip. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. would kill the husband. Of, yeah, he says it literally. <laughs> I would kill the husband of Marina and the father of June, just Frank Dunning, with no more compunction than a spider scuttering across the floor. Yeah, he's a new man now that he's committed murder. Right? <laughs> Change everything. He's going to be on uh, Discovery ID here soon. <laughs> Bruce yeah, Springsteen song. What? I don't know exactly where it is. Maybe we haven't gotten there yet, but I just love where he says, uh, what is it? Yeah, I just wrote it down in my notes. Says, I would watch out for the past because it senses change. It senses change agents and it has teeth. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't think we got many yet. But, yeah. but well, there is an object on 294. <laughs> I'm going to start keeping track of objects and decide to see how many I come up with. insane. Like, did he do that as a joke or did he just learn this word before he wrote the story? Like, what is going on? <laughs> like, what's another word for He's like, this is my new vocabulary word. I'm just going to go crazy with it. But he's not normally like that. Like, I always write down words that I don't know when I'm reading Stephen King and I look him up later and they never repeat a million times in the story. <laughs> what if he scared Oswald out of Dallas and Kennedy still died? This is what you're talking about. But I have the courage mm-hmm. to go back and do it again. Yeah. I like how he just like, I didn't like that. That's the simple truth. He was like, ew, I don't want to be here. Like, he definitely doesn't he like compared that. it to dairy. <laughs> yeah. 
both, I and I also thought it was interesting when they made the connection of how the names are similar. They're both five letters. They have the double syllable, like sim- double letters in the middle. And they start with D. I don't know. That's a little bit of a stretch, but okay. He just hates Dallas, I guess. Yeah, I, I think. <laughs> yeah, and the smoke bags comparing the ironwork to the book depository. Uh, they don't look anything alike. So yeah, I think he's just trying to make connections there. The other thing I had a question. So is the book depository where Oswald ends up working? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, yeah, the, the, my question is, is, they, is he trying to infer that Oswald is okay. All right. Now here's what we were talking about. Is it possible that Oswald was influenced by the thing at the book depository or he was already evil and that's why he was drawn there? Could be either. The thing at the book depository didn't exist until after Oswald was there. Well, isn't that what? Wait, isn't that what he's looking at? We said the hotel, but yeah, I think actually the crime hasn't happened yet. So they, the thing talking to him doesn't show up till after the crime happens. No, but, but Jake is being lured by something evil in there that already exists. Well, that's true. Yeah, uh, it's just saying you can't be afraid of ghosts because the crime hasn't happened yet. You know, he even says really... he says there were ghosts up there. <laughs> Interesting take. Wait, are we talking about the hotel or the? Deposit? So I think by this that... is actually I was wrong. I thought it was the hotel, but he's talking about the depository because he's like... when he's he's looking. He's next to the hotel. He's like looking so at. So I it. think by that logic, then Amber, I think it whatever. It, it is whatever evil it is that's talking to him it's probably what lured oswald or, or turned him evil or whatever you want to call it do you how much i don't know much about i haven't really been remem- remembering oswald's timeline but was he is that when he started like they started arguing and he was having all those problems or is he like not a good guy before that no. he was not a good guy before that they're arguing pretty much the whole time, and he's a wife beater. So, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say because remember when Al's following him, he's. But is that when he's working at the book depository? No. Okay. It's yeah. when it's before she even gets pregnant. He's beating on her and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. before he come to this country. He's okay. He's just not a nice guy. He's yeah. He he. I think Stephen King says that he sees himself as famous, but he never like has the motivation to do anything to make himself famous or something like that. Yeah, he has this like chip on his shoulder. He has has, like this overblown sense of self. Ego, yeah. I do wonder though if he could be implying that this is kind of like a Jack Torrance situation where it's like bad guy, well, not the greatest guy goes into an evil situation and just becomes God. Like lost. There could be be, uh, uh, evil things in there that sent him over the edge because like i said i think in you know in real life i think this was a crime of opportunity i think he just happened to be there and then once he realized kennedy was coming right in front of him like right. it was his chance to be somebody mm-hmm. and he uh, was <laughs> so i don't think he planned it but you know if, if, you, if you're doing a stephen king, king take on it then like you know maybe there's there's a uh, 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 some tahin in there uh, influencing yeah. his decisions or something like that. Like, that's, I think we definitely need to talk about um, Yeah, so he was a bad guy before that, but um, it, it, 
I would if they're according to the book, there's definitely ghosts in there, so they probably definitely had an influence. I yeah. would say. If they're doing this to Jake, imagine what they were doing to Oswald. Right. And he's in there every day. Yeah. Yeah, he's working in there eight hours huh. a day. I'm sure there was voices going on. Um the most pledging what does he say? The vets had wives who spent their days pledging the furniture and maytagging the clothes. Most had 2.5 children. 2.5? Uh, half a child. Well, that's Did that the even, Was that the average back then? I thought that came out later. Uh, you know, I feel like it might have been later. Because <laughs> I think in the 50s, they were still trying to like go forth and multiply in the 50s. Yeah, yeah there's no birth control. There's no abortion. There's no population control or worry <laughs> about it. Like, or cancer. <laughs> I mean, my granddad has, my grandparents had three kids. Their, which isn't that many. That's actually low. Yeah, their parents had five or six. My mom's parents had six kids. So yeah, ain't nobody. You know, they were Catholic. So right. Well, I mean, even me, my mom, my or my grand, technically my grandmother had five kids. She was one of six. My mom was a baby boomer. Okay, yeah, she's like my dad. Yeah, so, well, that's what I'm saying, because she's technically my grandmother, because I'm adopted. So, my grandmother had five kids. She was one of six, and her mom was one of 15. She was good. Yeah. That sounds like someone coming straight from home. So, it went 15, six, five. And my grandma had... I think two miscarriages, so it would have been seven. Wow. Or, um, excuse me, it would have been eight had she not had two miscarriages. It was two or ever miscarriages. Me a lot of an attack time. I'm like, not if you're a woman, though. <laughs> but yeah, I, let me, if you're not a white man, you probably don't want to be. Probably a good point. I don't have to, I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not sound like a fun Unless you're an uh, outlander or something. Yeah. It doesn't sound like the fun time at all. Uh, I would rather not have well, that many I mean, children. even now it's a struggle, so it only gets worse the further back you go. That's yeah. right. I'm saying, like, the things that we have to fight for even today, we should be... I mean, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Which brings us to Ray Mac Johnson. <sighs> the racist who shared that if I took the place, it would be wise to stay away from the Greenville Avenue, where there are a lot of mixed race juke joints and coons with the kind of knives he's called switchers i guess is a switch blade. so i was happy that there was mixed race juke joints i'm like oh hey so mm-hmm. there's some integration like all it takes is some alcohol what's a juke joint i think it's a bar a bar yeah. jukebox jukeboxes were all the rage back then then they got all fancy and they cost you five dollars i guess i missed that part of the bible <laughs> yeah but then he calls them he's like well it's this part it's yeah. like, oh, is that part of the Bible? Well, it's right here in Genesis where he says, blah, blah, blah. And they're, wait, hold on. What does he say? Uh, it's it's like, what, what are you, Methodist? <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't like and Methodist, he's like, yep, right? I'm Methodist. That's what it is. Well, he's like, well, it seems safer to just agree with him. Yeah, exactly. Because he had no idea. What does he say? It's denominationally challenged or something like that. Yeah, he says, 
He's like, denominationally speaking, I wasn't anything. But yeah, sure, we'll go with Methodist. You need to get the Baptist Way Church in something. He's like, maybe so, but I reminded myself to be in a coma that summer. Possibly dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh it is funny, God. though, because back then, you like today, religion is pretty much not I was going to say non-existent that's not what I meant it is not nearly as important or at the forefront of conversations yeah. or you know like qu- qu- criteria as it was back then your yeah. whole character isn't based on what church you go to and how often it's, it's right. less and than if, if you follow church like my grandparents generation are running their lives my dad it did to avoid me I don't give a fuck my your generation I don't think you give a fuck like where people my that I've met, the, the thing that it never even comes up, and then once it does, it's like, well, yeah, I was raised Catholic, or I was raised this way, but I don't follow anything now. Like, that's 99% of the time the way it goes. I yeah. think most people that are in our generation or around our age were more spiritual than religious. That's what I hear a lot, and that resonates with right. me. I'm spiritual. I believe in God. I believe in higher powers. I believe in doing the right thing. I believe in karma, but I'm not going to go to a building every Sunday and give them my money to listen to them yell at you me don't... about how I live my life. Exactly. It's not necessary well, to follow their I should say follow their rules and hypocrisy. Like, why Why do I have to believe the way you tell me to believe? <laughs> I also don't believe in a lot of the stuff that they preach. Like, yeah, I mean, they're, it's, they're, they don't, it's all farce. I mean, ridiculous. Like, like homosexuality is a sin. And like, I, you know, this, that, and the third, I just think it's all stupid. Like, I don't like because you can't preach to me like it doesn't make any sense you can't preach to me about like you know they think this third and then but also god and and jesus died for all of our sins as long as you salvation before you die everything is forgiven about like those are two totally different things like do i have to live by the book or don't i like that's the hypocrisy of it ridiculous like i just you don't even you need live to... the best life you feel you can live and that and accept and love everyone it's not your business to judge move on with your life just let people be happy the end yeah it'd be great if it were that cool. yeah so you don't have to be believing in god or any of that to be spiritual you can be completely spiritual and not believe in any higher power mm-hmm. so, just want to make sure i got that in it's defined as however you define it. <laughs> That's the nice thing about spirituality. It's a lot more flexible. It's than whatever religion. you want it to be. Exactly. It's in, it's more about being in touch with yourself than anything else. Right. There. Exactly. That's why um, people resonate with it a lot more than religion. That's like beating you over the head with rules and. So how does he decide that Ham is the coon of the family? What? <laughs> he invokes the Bible. This is Ham. He's the coon of the family. Like, ooh, does it actually say Ham's a black? Where you are, I just don't know. Yeah, I, it, I feel like that's a logic jump that a racist guy made. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't really care for that guy in general. Yeah, you think? <laughs> I think if you come away liking him, you might want to take a look in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Uh-huh. Stick with your spirituality for a bit. <laughs> He just is making stuff up as he goes. Like, oh, yeah, like, 
he was terrible and looked at his father's nakedness. Like, what are you talking about? You know what, about? though? It really just made me see how little politics have changed. <laughs> like, yeah. maybe the scale's gotten bigger, but the things people are saying apparently hasn't. Like, Yeah. I guess murder outside the bar I thought was pretty random. Yeah, I think that's King talking about how much he hates Dallas. Yeah, I think that was just to support his Dallas theory. <laughs> yeah. Where is this at? Uh, 300, when like the chick's talking to the guy and the guy like shoots her and then shoots himself. Oh yeah, that was pretty intense. Yeah, I, I thought he was like dreaming there for a while. Like, when's he gonna wake up? Yeah. No, it's actually really happening. Which led me back to what happened to Bill Turkett. But he never, he never says. Mm-hmm. One final, yeah, well, I like when a guy shoots himself, he's like, one final burst of petulance before the big sleep. He's like, fuck you. Um, he missed Bevy and Richie on the second go through. Yeah. Well, I, where are you? 303. Oh, okay. I think he must have been terrified by a Juju Jesus at some point in his life because he mentions it again. I was thinking that too. <laughs> Uh, they didn't say this one's three foot. But, uh, oh no, I wrote that down about Bevy. Yeah, or it said she said in Derry, I think bad times are over, and I wasn't convinced about Derry, and I felt the same way about Dallas. <laughs> well, in Derry, they weren't over. I don't know about that. Well, Dallas they hadn't even really started yet. So. Right, which I thought that's why I thought it was interesting because it was like both of them together. Mm-hmm. He stops at Al's diner and Jody because the past harmonizes with itself. Also, do you think that this was part of the past trying to stop him? Because if that person hadn't intervened, then he would have he would have been shot. <laughs> was it that intense? I don't remember. Yeah, wait, what? You think that I Katie thought he was just like shot? watching someone else. Um uh, yeah, because he didn't know that he was gonna shoot anyone. So he gets kicked out of the, the bar and he's on the floor. So then <laughs> He says, I took a step or two toward him, but before I could get there, one of the women came up um, and then said, easy, sweetheart. She said, you need to settle down. And then he raked up the hang of shirt, pulled out the pistol and shot her right there. But I mean, I guess he could have, I don't know. Maybe he wanted to shoot her specifically. It just seemed like it was anybody in his way he was going to shoot. I think he did because the woman yelled, don't come back, you dickless wonder. But why would she go to pick him up then? Well, I don't know. That I can't answer. Maybe yeah, okay. She... Well, whatever. Then it doesn't matter. Yeah, I Because she's was... trying to make a buck. I think it's just supporting his uh, Dallas sucks. Dallas, stuff. yeah. Um, but yeah, he so he ends up at Al's Diner again in Texas. So I thought that was... <laughs> I also wrote that down. A oh, yeah. And this is... What's a pronghorn? Is that, that's like a steer or something, right? Mm-hmm. It's a type of antelope. So are they eating cow or antelope? What's a pronghorn burger? He doesn't want to say. Other than it tasted good or something. I just watched something that had pronghorn in it, and I'm pretty sure it was a type of antelope. Uh, So we get to the first mention of Jim Ledoux. Yeah, I didn't put that together until the end especially even when they said Jim Cheer and I was thinking it was Jim Crow and then when they when I found out what it was I forgot all about Jim Locke 
Yeah. Oh yeah, pronghorns are those things that are always running from the from the uh, lions and tigers. But it's there. It's an antelope, American goat antelope. Okay. Um. Look, I even wrote down. I hate Amberson. <laughs> he's, like, he's a nice man. Those people are in these parts, Mister Amberson, George Amberson. I was like, oh, I hate him. Um, There's nothing wrong with me. I, it's just, I'm sure it's just me, but, you know, hey, it doesn't stop how I feel. So Jim Ledoux is the quarterback, Nadine. which is what I was trying to say. So, I don't know. Are we going to skip over Sadie and all that? I guess not. What do you mean what, what you were trying to say? About the green, the yellow card, man. What about, I mean, we can. Because he said Jimla. So right there, knowing what Jimla meant. And it was coming out of the yellow card man's mouth. Told me he was more than just a whiner. Especially because that not only was that a different well, that was the orange card man, but that was a different timeline, and it hadn't even happened yet. Yeah. And it also means he exists outside of the time. Right. He knows. He can see everything basically. Yeah. Hmm. He's the one. Never mind. So what he was? You think he was foreshadowing? No, I think he was drunk and fucked up. Oh, and because it's he's slipped. trying to keep everything straight in his head. Yeah, and it slipped out. Right. Got it. I see what you're saying. But who the fuck are you? I said, who the fuck are you? Jimla, oh, Jimla. Fuck off, Jimla. Here's that part real quick, page 311, where I was talking about earlier, that bet. Where he said, I think now, if Al had researched the stock market as thoroughly, blah, blah, blah. But he didn't. I think now, if Freddie Quinlan hadn't mentioned the World Series, was shaping up to be a doozy. But he didn't. And I'm like, I wrote down, what will placing this bet cost him? Because serious, obviously, it's going to be something serious. <laughs> we don't know that yet, right? Uh, no, not yet. But that's what I was talking about earlier. Yeah, that was the stupid bet. That, that was where he's just addicted to winning. Yeah. Well, he did say he was running out of money, but he said he shouldn't have placed it. No, he said he could have scraped by. Yeah. But he didn't want to. Uh, he could have drove to Vegas. I still, yeah. If you want to gamble, go to fucking Vegas. Uh, stupidity is one of two things we see most clearly in retrospect. The other is Mr. I said that. I said that to somebody recently. I was like, isn't there a quote about something like that? What do you see most clearly in retrospect? <laughs> I have to write that down. And he keeps talking about financial. I see this place as a... Is this a bank that's doing bets? Like... Like faith, uh, I think so. Faith Financial sounds like a bank. If that's not a bank, it I don't does. know. What it is. But he's go walking in there placing a bet, and then he's worried about collecting the bet. And he says like, if there wasn't, if there was a line of people or something, or if there wasn't a line of people, I probably would. Oh, just you're right. Bet. Yeah, you're right. There was a line. Somehow they know the other people where he placed the bet. Or, yeah, why well, is it that? No, no. There's a lot of people waiting to collect bets that they made. So there's there's a line outside this bank of people waiting to get their illegal money like I, I had well, no, it seemed yeah. to me like there there were kind of a couple different businesses being run out of one place yeah but it's like if there wasn't a line of people waiting to get their money he'd just get going because so yeah he's he's i think he's ignoring his hunch thing yeah i agree I think um, that's, yeah, I mean, just that line where it says, I told myself the guys running, yeah, Faith Financial probably don't know Eduardo Gertiers of Tampa. It's like, yeah, well, now that means they definitely do know him. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. And again, <laughs> on the Pirates, the Bill Mazeroski home run, they were, you know, 
no one would have made that bet in, in that at that time because there no serious underdog kind of thing. You, well, you would have made that bet, but not for that much money. Put it that way. Uh, um, where was I going with that? If if Faith Financial had been deserted, I would have turned around and driven right back to Jody. Maybe that's just what I tell myself now. So yeah, there's all kinds of some bad shit coming. Yeah. Something's a brewing. Um, a sawbuck. I haven't heard that in forever. I think a sawbuck's a ten, right? A few fives or maybe so, a double sawbuck. Or two. I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. I like idea. this. He asked me the standard first question. Are you a cop? If you are, you have to show me your ID. This <laughs> is the same thing drug dealers say, and it's not true. Cops can lie. Well, people called- know that by now. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, hey, I guess if the guy doing the illegal stuff that makes him feel better then he'd be great right good for the cops like when I used to you know I used to go to Baltimore City and do illegal stuff like are you a cop like no he's like you have to tell me if you are I'm like oh I'm still not so just give me the shit (laughs) you really think think I would be doing this if I was a cop (laughs) right you really think some of them will be like you know fucking hit that shit I'm like no I gotta drive still like that's how that's they. What I was, that's what I was gonna say. Are there undercovers who will try them? There's a movie you have to watch. <laughs> it's called Rush with Jason Patrick and Jennifer Jason Lee, and they're undercover cops who get the guy won't sell it to him till he sees them hit it, or, uh, or I think they're shooting it maybe, and uh, so they end up getting addicted. And you know the, their boss comes in one day and he's like, "You went through ten bags of evidence." <laughs> and they're like. Yeah. <laughs> oh so yeah that's I, I yeah um and then he's spying on uh Lee's mom which I didn't realize was his mom I thought he was just calling her mama I didn't realize that was literal he's like come on mama mm-hmm. uh and her older brother uh what's his name Robert his older brother sorry I don't know what the point was other than he's going to come back there in a couple of years or he's just checking out the scene maybe Fort Worth can you hear me yeah yeah okay sorry I took one of my headphones out I wasn't sure um it seemed like to me that it was almost trying to convey like to make him to see more of Lee's life or to see like more of where he came from or maybe how he got to that point see the radio station west of the Mississippi is starts with a K Mm mm-hmm I'll just point that. Out. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Emerson. The last, the last thing he says on page three fifteen is, uh, "I already felt more sympathy for him than I ever had for Frank Dunning," which is not saying much because he probably didn't have any for Frank. But <laughs> he had, he had negative. Yeah, all, all it takes is a smidgen to have more than he did for Frank Dunning. There was Frank Dunning. There was not. There was. Yeah, like like he's getting Oswald's kind of backstory, so he's starting to understand where the guy's coming from. You don't have any of that with Frank. You have no idea of yeah. what, what, if anything, made him who he was, or if he's just a bad guy. If he's just a bad guy, there ain't no sympathy there. I know we already moved past this, but I just saw something I wrote down. When he was talking about the book depository, he said, like Nietzsche, is that how you pronounce it? Friedrich Nietzsche. Yes. Nietzsche's abyss, and I had to look that up because I didn't know what it meant. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, the quote. Nietzsche's like a writer, philosopher uh, kind of thing. So he says, whoever fights monsters should see to it that in the process he does not become a monster. And when you look long into an abyss, the abyss also looks into you. 
So I'm like, that's exactly what he's saying about the depository. <laughs> I mean, that's, I feel like every undercover cop in every TV show says that. Like they be they they have to be careful of not becoming the person. The they're ch- like when you go undercover with the mob, you have to, yeah, you know, not become not live it. Yeah, yeah. Like, make sure you remember why you're there. I mean, they say you're most like the five people you spend the most time with. Just that's just psychology. You just start to sort of conform just because of the way our minds are. So. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Like if you're hanging out with mobsters all the time, it's very easy <laughs> to become one. <laughs> That's a good point. I didn't think about it like that. It's it's the norm. You, you, yeah. You're a weirdo if you're not. Yeah. Like that. What's the Twilight Zone episode? You seen that Eye the Beholder, or they do plastic surgery and she's all like beautiful blonde, and she's like, I'm so ugly, and they all have like pig faces. They're like, ooh. <laughs> It's all perspective. Yes, it is. Uh, and that's when he stopped living in the past and just started living. It doesn't take Jake long to get acclimated, I tell you. <laughs> Not at all. Jake's uh, chilling. Then, then, uh, I, I, wait, before I ran away to the era of universal smoking. <laughs> I you can tell Stephen King used to smoke because he's a, not a fan. Um, <laughs> then home consolidated high school. That is maybe the weirdest name I've ever heard for high school. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. What is consolidated? Is that like? I guess that means consolidated there's like from what? five different <laughs> districts that they consolidated in one high school. I guess, well, so. I guess it's not. Maybe still too early. I was thinking potentially integration, but no, we haven't gotten there yet. Oh. There's no integration yet. Yeah. Not for ten more years, like that. Well. No, there's, the laws were passed in 10 years. There was starting to be integration with the, the sit-ins and the, uh, there was a school that famously said, anybody can come here. I forget who that was. Because the, the, the uh, it was like black people protesting outside the school or something. Yeah, and, and, um, sorry. It was coming, but it, it's a little early for that. That's not what that means. It's also Texas. Yeah, so they were part of the law yeah, they were kind of on the tail end. Uh, you don't like it? Get out. <laughs> Jake, who's stupid, says he'll be living large in the hood. <laughs> um, and he's like, uh, what? He's like, ah, oh, never mind. Um, anybody read of Mice and Men? I did no. in, mm, I think I in high school. But, but I, I kind of want to read it now because I don't know much about it other than I'm pretty sure... Lenny's a retard that uh, uh, what's his name has to shoot for some reason. Yeah, I think I think they're it's either they're working at a camp together or they're like in a prison something. They're doing something where they have to work like do hard labor, and I'm pretty sure it's 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 like forced because I remember them like having to go away at night and like he finds like Lenny finds this rabbit that he like loves and tries to take care of. He killed. Yeah, he accidentally kills it. And I think there's an accident that happens. I don't remember. And they're gonna execute him, execute Lenny, or do something terrible. And so that's why George kills him first. Yeah. Well, I, I think I said we talked about that, but Lenny that definitely does seem mentally challenged at least a little bit. Yeah. Um.
the whole yeah the whole part first to me was weird because i'm like all right now what's going on like now we're, it just feels like another story but then it kind of made more sense to me when they started talking about mimi and how she was like you're not meant to do this other stuff you're meant to teach and he's like well um actually i'm meant to kill oswald right now <laughs> we were talking he's about like that. this is just my side story yeah <laughs> like cover yeah i don't think he should have took that job because it's going to be hard to live two lives uh because obviously he can't tell them he's just gonna have to keep disappearing for no reason like maybe he could have took the job but i don't think it's really foreshadowing it's like he did it himself he shouldn't be dating Satan. Maybe the they job aren't be like really They're not dating though. dating though. Yeah, like it's like prerequisite it's of dating. Like just a bunch of foreshadowing. Yeah, I would yeah. say it was love at first sight, but but like, yeah. And then he says, definitely seems like it's about, going in that direction. I absolutely do. We would never be more than friends because of this, this, and that. And then he's like, silly me or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can definitely tell they're into each other. Also, mm-hmm. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, page three twenty-eight. Right after the play finishes at the end, and he says, "As I listened to the applause, a thought occurred to me—one that darkened my heart." In Minsk, they were newlyweds. Lee and Marina had been man and wife for exactly nineteen days. Oh yeah, I caught that one. <laughs> that was, yeah, he. Yeah, that was no accident. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like because form and Mimi died a lot quicker than like I remember I thought she was around longer than that Mm-mm, that's what I was telling you the last time maybe it's Hulu to fuck me up on that one maybe she's Probably, around longer because the they show. screwed up yeah, well, they always do yeah um so yeah I don't he shouldn't if his primary objective is Oswald then I guess I get you have to live for four years, but but personal relationships are just going to get in the way of what you really have to do, and you can't. It's going to get harder. It's not like you can talk about it with anyone. Yeah, you got to keep that in internal, unless you take them through the rabbit. See what would happen then? What if you took Sadie through the rabbit hole with you when you went back? Mm. You could do that, right? I guess anybody can go through. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's. But all of the effects, pause for better or worse, that she had on people's lives during right. her normal Everyone life. Everyone she interacted with, all those things are now gone. Yeah. Because uh, she wasn't actually there. And I like, I like Mike already, Mike Coswell. Yeah. Yeah, I liked him too. I was proud of him for still going through with everything even though he like got me fun of and stuff there was something amber i was going to ask you about to do with that i can't i think i highlighted it somewhere uh is that gooey that says gacy oh gacy you know who john wayne gacy is yeah <laughs> i enjoyed the stuff about the killer dressed up as a clown and i was like oh john wayne gacy is that where pennywise came from what? Maybe. I mean, uh, I thought that was. Well, from- wait, didn't. Yeah, right. Because that it came out before it. Yeah. In here, it, I'm pretty sure. Yes, he's talking. She's talking about the book he wrote when he's talking about Derry. So they're talking about Pennywise. But I I finally made that connection. I was like, wait. Yeah, I never thought about that. John Wayne Gacy used to dress up as the clown and kill people. 
I didn't in know. real that life. That makes it even weirder that she said, I found that deliciously creepy. <laughs> no, they're talking about Pennywise <laughs> and not Gacy, but still. <laughs> when was, I think Gacy was after that, though. I don't think. I also didn't know iced coffee was a thing back in the I day. I didn't either. I thought that was weird. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, I, meant, I said I thought it was weird because, you know, Gacy was also the one, wasn't he the one that ate the kids? I don't think so. Uh, you're talking about, uh, uh, Oh, um, Gacy definitely was cannibalistic though, wasn't he? I don't think so. Hey, hey Google, did John Wayne Gacy eat kids? No, it's. Yeah. I think the FBI is following me because I just asked that question. Uh, yeah, right. I don't think he was the cannibal. There's, uh, there's the other guy, Ed, Ed, uh, Kemper. Gane. No. Yeah, uh, uh, Bane. Wait, what's his name? Is it Gein? Something like that. Yeah. He was uh, uh, yeah. or something. Dahmer. Well, Dahmer's definitely cannibal, but he didn't yeah. kill. He, he used to drill holes in people's heads and pour acid in there so he could make his uh, own zombie. Yeah, it is Ed Gein. Anyway, there's Ed Kemper. Do you watch Mindhunter? You ever seen that? No. Ed Kemper's in Mindhunter. You can watch Mindhunter. You'd like it's it. It's really good, yeah. It's about the start of the, I don't know, serial killer task force. Not task force, but uh, branch of the FBI, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. It's not even, they don't even have a name for it yet. They don't call them soda. They start to throughout the... But yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. I like that show, too. Yeah, Mimi's starting to look sick. Um, so yeah, I was sad. It's like in Hulu, she's a black person, and like some guy says he won't serve her gas because she's black. And Jake is drives by, and she's crying, and he went, he like gets in a kind of fight, but he screams very loudly at the gas station guy, and so he's like. It wouldn't sell it to her, so Jake goes in and tries to buy the gas. And the guy's like, Nah, you gotta give it to her. And he's like, Stop straight. <laughs> like, so there's a big thing about it. So, but it, they don't ever say. See, the king doesn't do a lot of they were this color or that color. He might do eyes and hair sometimes. I think he uh, mostly leaves it up to us or an artist who, like, Roland was a white person because every drawing I've ever seen of Roland, he's a white guy. So. Mm hmm. In the movie that came out of Deidre's Nova, so people were thinking about that. Because Deidre's Nova was a black guy. What are you talking about? He is? Dark, dark town. <laughs> There's a dark movie that came out that you will never see because it's the most thing in the world. But when the movie came out, Deidre's Nova got Tennessee Roland, who's the guy, the cowboy guy in the dark town. The gunslinger? Yeah. That's how I put it. Uh, and in every picture in any book you've ever seen, he's a white guy. But they can't ask you just elbow the black guy. Why would people be upset about that? Because the quiz is stupid. If he can do the part, then he was pretty, he was pretty good yeah, as Roland. But the movie sucked. Um, I agree. I think he would be a fine Roland because he's got the, like, that, I don't know. Like the mannerisms. Right. Rude. The, yeah, as a matter of fact, they were like, well, when they were doing the movie, they're like, "Hey, Steve, well, we had Roland say this, 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 and that." Steve's like, Stephen King's like, uh, "He would never say that much." 
cut it down to one word, two words. <laughs> exactly. So, and that's what that's what he just what does. He's like it's like a breathing only a couple words every couple He only says what like he'll he'll only answer what you ask him and he won't allow me. Yeah. Right. Um, like you have to really pull it out of him. I'd hate to think our whole planet was being judged by Texas. <laughs> uh, and I didn't even realize that. Like, I guess because I've read it before. But Sadie Clayton, when Mimi's talking about her, and then by the time they get introduced, she's Sadie Dunhill. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, Sadie. And then I, I forgot that like they introduced him until he said until he tells me he did. Yep. Um, and I like how Mimi's like uh, the people in your book are. It's supposed to be about Dallas, but they speak like New Englanders. Yeah. <laughs> the characters actually say, oh, yeah. They're like, yeah, you should read some other Stephen King books. He's well, like, New England yeah. say, oh, yeah, not, oh, yeah. I'm like, how are you helping your case there? Like, Right? <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, you're not exactly denying that you're... He's like, well, you're right. And a matter of fact, it's pronounced like this. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I forgot she called him out. She said, it's George Emerson, your real name. Mm, yeah, and she's like, "Can I know your story?" Like, I, and he's like, "You do know my story. I told you." And she's like, "No, your real story. Like, I know this isn't the truth." He's like, "Did you ask your name?" She's like, "No, but I'm not gonna tell you why." So, mm-hmm. Deal with her. Oh yeah, it's a Yeah. <laughs> right. So we're good, right? Mm-hmm. Don't don't make me uh, go call a good here. For reasons that are important to me, but wouldn't be to anyone else. That is such an evasive answer, too. I'd be like, really mm, bullshit. Yeah, right. Then why would you change it? <laughs> why would it be important to you and not matter to anyone else? That's the biggest. The canopy. Is that that like that like rug thing that they wear in Mexico? Because like, that's not the truth. The rug thing. Like like the the. The Baja that doesn't have sleeves, just like a piece of carpet a over there. A poncho? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, but like the same material. Because they're doing a Cinco, not Cinco de Mayo, they're doing some kind of Spanish or Mexican thing. Mexican themed, that's where they're going on vacation. Right, and then he's, he held out, I don't know, it's food or something. Yeah. Mike held his out with a slightly crooked smile. Canapé, senior, senior, and person. Um, and I forgot. Yeah, Sadie's a klutz. And she is. I think part of Sadie being a klutz is the object. Well, that was what I thought was interesting is what he said, where he says she was something else as well. On the day of the party, I thought that something else was plain big old person clumsiness. Later, I found out she wasn't clumsy at all. Next page, 340, he says Sadie wasn't clumsy. She was accident prone. Yeah, I thought he was bored else totally with that. Yeah, right? I was like, what are you saying? Is she like a, is she like the yellow card man? Clumsy <laughs> and accident prone are pretty similar, right? Yeah. And that's, that was my thought, too. I'm like, that's just being, that's like a euphemism. <laughs> yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought he was going to say she was, yeah, she was like, yeah, like the yellow card man's mom or something. Like, yeah. Uh, and I'm like, does calling it accident prone make, like, I don't, I guess, I don't even know what the point of that is. Like, to make him look out, but be careful, she's going to be having a lot of accidents around her. <laughs> I think he was saying it, it my interpretation was that it, 
for me, clumsy is things that are sort of my fault. Whereas with her, it she kind of finds herself in the wrong place at the wrong time type of thing. So if I'm clumsy, I knock things over. I trip over my own two feet. You know, the things, things that even the things that he described about her seemed like they were from her own clumsiness, like getting your shoe good. stuck in the escalator. Well, okay, maybe not getting the elevator stuck. You can't do anything about that. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's more circumstantial. The chair at the party was definitely her being clumsy. Feels yeah, she tripped over the chair. She should have seen it. She got the hem of her dress caught in the car door. <laughs> So he's not the first one to probably grab her soul. Yeah, he's he's. Wow. <laughs> it almost seems like he kind of makes excuse for her, an excuse for her because he says someone had neglected to push one of the folding chairs all the way back in. It's like she just had to so, trip over it. So tall, she didn't look down far enough. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not her fault she tripped on the chair. It's the person's fault for not pushing it all the way in. Maybe she pushed it most of the way in. Maybe if it was her wedding, that would fly, but it's not. <laughs> it's not even a wedding, but. It's right now. He starts calling out like Richie Valens and Doug Sam and Sir Douglas Quintent. And then he says, I'm a little too big to be considered normal, that walk said. It's not my fault. I just rode that way, like Topsy. No idea what that means. I don't know, but I do find that style of writing. It was kind of fascinating because I, I myself have been very clumsy, and like I have thought, you know, I've had thoughts like that where it's like, whatever you just said. Oh yeah, it's not my fault. Like I'm just, I'm just longer. I'm bigger. I just rode that way. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. here. So this is okay. Sadie was good looking. In an artless, what you see is what you get American Girl Way. Now, what if he even wrote, Sadie was good looking, and a what you see is what you get American Girl Way? What does the artless do for me? And what does that mean exactly? My impression was no makeup. Mm. She was wearing lipstick, but nothing else. Well, meaning like art, when you say artless, uh, the opposite of that would be art, which be, would be like painting your face. <laughs> Okay. Or, or creating your face, whether that's by, you know, makeup or with accessories and extensions and hair, doing your hair and stuff like that. Yeah, that makes mm -hmm. sense because of the way the sentence goes. What you see is what you get. Mm -hmm. Exactly. This is who I am. Deal with it. Yeah, okay. I just thought it was weird that he put an artist in there, but uh, I was probably interpreting it wrong. Miss um, Clayton had become Miss Dunhill. Wait, the change from Miss Clayton to Miss Dunhill had already been affected. Legal formality is not. Like, when you meet her, she's going to be Dunhill because you're going to have mm -hmm. to. I mean, if I'm moving to another state, yeah, I'm going to make it effective. Well, if I, like Jen did when we split, your mom did when we split up, like she went to Schwartz like the next day. She didn't wait for any legal nonsense. I didn't even know she had changed her name. <laughs> she was a melon for a while. <laughs> Kind of weird to think about now. But, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, like if I was Sadie and I was leaving my ex-husband and moving to a completely different town. Like, wait, why did she move to a different town? Well, so this is what I was going to say is the fact that she already has a new name means, and he even mentions this, means that there's not necessarily a door for them to talk about her ex or talk about what happened or talk about where she came from. Like, they don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. 
And I'm not saying that you should when you first meet someone, but like, again, the fact that he specifically mentions, like, we didn't talk about our lives. We talked about politics and we talked about books and stuff like that. Yeah, books mm-hmm. okay. Politics seems like a really bad idea for someone you just. Mm-hmm. Or maybe get that out of the way quick so you know whether to continue the conversation. Um, so, yeah, like, if I was her and I was in a different town, obviously she doesn't want to get back to her ex. So she's, I would be dumping that name the second I could and wait for the paperwork. Which is what she did. Uh, Rock Hudson. Anybody know who Rock Hudson is? Nope. He was a famous movie star, I guess, in the 50s and 60s. Uh, he's one of the first famous people to die of AIDS in the 80s. Oh. And everybody was shocked, like, because <gasps> he was, like, like the ladies' man, ladies the sex man. symbol, this and that. And, yeah, he was gay. <laughs> that that's how he got it because he was gay, this gay right. lover or whatever. So everybody was like, oh "My God, Rock Hudson is gay! Oh my God!" Like it was a big scandal. Like, uh, you know, the guy died. Just leave him alone. That's, that's probably yeah, right. <laughs> and AIDS is not a fun way to go out. Uh, I watched her go, not in love, but a little in lust. Isn't that where the love eventually comes from? Doesn't it start mm. with lust? There's got to be lust to be loved, kind of thing. Not always. Not on Married at First Sight. Well, not at first sight. I almost never have. I don't. I don't know that I've ever experienced love at first sight. I said, no. I said you don't always have to have lust to have love, or you don't have. You don't start with lust, is what I meant. Yeah, not always. It's it's definitely a component. I guess. Obviously. uh, so I like how he drives coat. He was stuffed in a dark blue suit and a loud tie that looked like it was strangling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can <laughs> He's like a, like a wrestling coat, like a big thick guy. Yeah. Uh, he's like, oh my god, they know. They're here to tell me they know about me. Like, no, actually, has nothing to do with that. If Mimi didn't figure it out, you think the coach is gonna figure it out? Right. Well, Mimi figured something out. She just didn't know what she figured out. Yeah. Well, yeah. But you can't arrest somebody for suspecting them of being well, someone I think, else. I think that arresting was a thing. They were just like, there's something going on here. I don't oh, know. What's yeah, yeah. Like I said, there's a reason you came to Jody by yourself. Right. He's okay. Broken up, of course. <laughs> they talk like that in Texas, I guess. Of course. <laughs> Broken up, of course. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds southern when you do it that way. Kind of who sometimes shows up in a troubled student's life at critical moment makes a critical difference. So yeah, Sadie trips on the chair. He grabs her boob through her padded cotton something something. I forget what he says. Oh my. Yeah. Why is that bad? No, it's just funny. Um. And then. Amy dies. Much of anything. Oh, that's what. Oh, that's when he circles it back. He's like. There are more clothes than the ones you put on your body. Every teacher knows that. And food isn't just what you put in your mouth. Ms. Mimi fed and clothed many, including me. Sat there on a bench I bought at a Fort Worth flea market with my head lowered and my face in my hands. I thought about her and I was very sad, but my eyes remained dry. I've never been what you call a crying man. It's just like funny how he keeps saying that after he doesn't cry, but he doesn't mention it when he does cry. You can't say you're not a crying man when you're crying over a badly spelled poem or uh, essay. 
Stop the happy spell. So I'm like, stop saying it, because you are crying. Well, what does that even mean? Somebody who cries? Somebody cries, Somebody a, lot. cries a lot, yeah. <laughs> romantic movie you've ever seen, you cry at the end? I don't know. <laughs> we talked about Kennedy, whose foreign policy she considered jingoistic. I have no idea what that means. It's something about um, uh, Asian cultures, I think. She, mm. she snorted. You have more respect for that grinning Irishman than I do. It's like, hey. Mm. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, and then that's pretty much it, right? I think we've done this long enough. Well, we got we briefly mentioned it, but the gym law. Yeah, that's where it ends. Oh, by the way, 348 ever. At the top, Denholm 31. Who's the losing team? 348. Our net. Oh my god, I didn't even notice that. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. oh no, no, this is way too early though. Yeah, okay. Before that, the stand. But Stu could have been um, uh, a, a baby. baby, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he could have been yeah, older than that. At 70, what's the stand? 78, so. Yeah, that's right. What, his 30s and 78? That's crazy. Uh, Arnett is one of the main characters in The Stand. Do you know anything about The Stand? No. It's a plague that like kills 99% of the world. Uh, Basically, Arnett is where the plague starts because a guy drives to Arnett and then affects everybody. Uh, So that's a callback to one of his other books. You know, because he never did that before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's new for Stephen King. <laughs> this guy doesn't like Easter eggs that much. I felt like he over explained the yellow part. Like, he's like practically just, the Easter bunny. He should have just left the Jim go as it was, where he goes, fuck off, Jim Like, the orange card man, or the black card. Like, he, he spends like a couple paragraphs explaining why Jim is important. Like, I don't feel like I, I know. Need like, I almost skipped over that part because I'm like, yeah, we already know this. I want to see what else you got to realize. Like, <laughs> right. Like, I should do that aha Jimla moment. You're like, oh, and then you just, yeah. Then I just kind of went off my own and thought about it. Like, uh, he's, it's funny yeah. too, because yeah. I can see this exactly happening where he says, I couldn't answer. In fact, I barely heard her. I'm like, Stephen King does that all the time, like where they're zoning out and then the characters like realizing something super important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is a, that's a what would they say a Stephen King trope? Mm-hmm. Uh, a Stephen Kingism. <laughs> yeah, John and Sean and Jay call them tropes. <laughs> um, I don't know why this whole time I didn't put that together though. That Jim La was Jim Ladue or Larue Ladue. Yeah. I, I was, I, as soon as they started talking about Jim Ladue, I was like, Is anybody gonna get it? Because I didn't get it till we got no. to. Do it. So I it didn't wasn't know until this moment right now when he started realizing it, and I was like, Jim. Oh my god, his first name starts with Law. Like, <laughs> like duh. Jim Law. Yeah. He did it pretty good. He did it all like six cents. Uh-huh. Like, I'm so mad that I didn't know that one. Yeah. Because um, they, never... six cents, they tell you, like, he's dead. And I see dead people. So you're probably dead. And then you, they make you forget about it. I just, it's crazy. Right? The past harmonizes with itself. That much I already understood. But what song was this? <laughs> like uh you know that's an interesting way to put it i didn't know and it worried me plenty uh, yeah because he's thinking about jimla now he's trying to figure out what the hell that meant like what did it mean he doesn't you know uh, well one thing he does you're not supposed to be here who are you what are you doing here yes 
Well, I don't think he was that nice about it. I think he said he was fucking weird. Mm-hmm. He wasn't nice about it at all. It, it more seemed like, again, he's guarding it. He's like, you're not supposed to come through here. Go away. Yeah, but he didn't do anything to stop him. Maybe killing himself was a way to stop him from coming through again. That's what I was saying before. Um, Why would that stop I, I don't know. I said maybe. That means it's open to interpretation. <laughs> he thought it could potentially, yeah, I don't know. That's a loose theory because it's also Scare like, why off. was the card black? That's what kills me. <laughs> That's the way I took it. The life force is not there anymore, so the card turned black. Well, that's true. I didn't even so that it could have been another color before he killed himself. I was just thinking it was black the whole time and that it was inevitable. Right? Maybe he comes back to life and green to rage start. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was, it was, like I said, it just felt bad. It's color. So yellow is okay, but he's not doing great. And then it went orange. Like, mm, I feel like he might be in trouble. And then it was, it went orange black. Orange is not a warning sign, though. Well, it is in the hospital where I work. So, oh. right before black. So, oh. When you go orange, you start getting worried. So like codes? Yeah, like the ED's green or the ED's black or red. Mm. How much shit's going on? Like, because sometimes I have shit to do up there and if it's black, I don't go anywhere near that because that means they're all busy as fuck running around doing shit and there's people in the hallways waiting for beds. Like, oh. like, like nope, I'm not bugging anybody right now. Uh, all right, so I guess we'll find out what the yellow card man knows because Jimla has entered the picture. Mm. And I'm excited. Yeah, Sadie and the generals next. That's like, like I said, I understand. It's crazy. So much has happened. I'm really like that. So much has happened, and now he's just getting to the part. I guess you'd say the Oswaldy stuff. Yeah. Like we're 350 in, and he hasn't. Like I said, it's about Oswald, but it's not about Oswald at the same time. I mean, uh, that's the stand. It's about them fighting the battle, but it's not about the battle. <laughs> Yeah, it's always Stephen King. It's always more about the relationships with the characters than the monsters, I guess you would say. So and this is about him and Sadie, and the general the journey, <laughs> not the destination. Sadie and the general. So, do you remember he said that General Walker? I think it was. If if he shot Walker, then he probably shot Oswald, something like that. That's right. Mm-hmm. Was that in order to? To prevent Oswald or to test it? I can't remember. No, that was if he shot Walker, then... He definitely know. shot... If Oswald shot Walker, then Oswald shot Kennedy. So if right. he shot Walker, you can just kill him and not wait for Kennedy. Right. Okay, so he has to watch him kill this guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I don't know if watch is the right word, but basically. Yeah. Yeah. Has to make sure that he's going to be the one to pull the trigger. He has to uh, stalk him, basically, and follow him. And so that's what I'm saying. It's going to be hard because he has to go to Dallas to do that. Or I think he has to go to Dallas. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Nearly Street in Dallas. So, yeah, I just ran it up to a random page. Uh, so so and, is and, our goal to read the rest of this by the time we have our movie guy? Are we going to have time to do that and watch all the movies? What do you guys think? Or we can put it off another week, give it three weeks. I'm okay with that because I need the other Stephen King too. Are you what talking am- about just part four? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Part four is two pages. Yeah, yeah, it's like double what the others have been. So maybe we'll do three weeks for part four since ne- uh, in two weeks we got we got the solid movie and then we got to go see Stand By Me in New York I think, or Lancaster wherever we decide to go. I'm just saying yeah. that's going to be a busy day without sitting down for a few okay. yeah. for a lot. If it's 200 pages we're probably going to be here for four hours. Yeah because <laughs> we are <laughs> like four hours today so 
I don't know how to make it quicker. And I, don't, I don't know if I want to. Yeah. We could always do it in two settings too. We could. I was thinking about that. Maybe do part one of part four and then see that was getting confused. Yeah. And then well, do they, part Jay two. and Sean do that. They'll do part two, chapters one through sixteen, and then part two, chapter sixteen through thirty-two. Oh, I can start putting that in my titles, the chapters. I didn't even think about that. Cause I'm like, cause he calls it part one and part two. So when I go, okay, this is part four, part one. They're like, oh, that sounds weird. <laughs> Maybe I could do part four, chapter 11, 13 or something. I could. Yeah. So uh, we could do that. Well, then, well, what do you think? Do you want to keep it on for two weeks and just do half? Or do you want to just wait? I think that might be easier time wise because I don't know if I feel like sitting here for four hours talking yeah, about part two. I agree. I but I just don't know if we're going to have time to do both movies and a podcast. So let's plan for it, and if we can get it in, we can. If we can't, we won't. Okay. So what what chapters? Um, so where's the middle? Where are we going? Three fifty three to four eighty. I mean five seventy five. So that's yeah. two twenty five. So about one twelve. So four fifty three, four sixty five ish. Well, how about four fifty nine? Because it looks like pretty important. 457 looks important. <laughs> it's a good place to stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that a so hundred? That's about halfway. Uh, 14 to 17. Mm. You there? You got it? You said 457? 459 is. Oh, 47. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> mustard, mustard, ketchup. So we're doing to uh, 18, chapter 18? Yeah, 14 to 17. Stop at 18. Okay. Don't Stop read. at 18, okay. Yeah, that looks... Unless you want to keep going. About you know how that goes. Keep yeah. going, you can't talk about it. So. True. <laughs> All right, that's it. All right. Welcome to uh, the end of part three of 1122.